Hello, lovelies, and welcome back to the Public Closet. I'm your host, Avery, and for today's podcast, at first, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but now I figured it out. Welcome to me talking about Percy Jackson. So, let's get on with it. Get started. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. So, I've probably already talked about Anchor before, but in case you don't know what Anchor is, Anchor is an app and a website where you can use that you can use to create podcasts. In fact, I'm using it right now. So thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this. It's super easy to use and I love it. Okay, so in case you couldn't read the title, today we're going to be explaining why Percy Jackson is the complete iconic book series that you should most definitely read. So let's start off. A powerful cast of main characters. Not only do we have our main man, Percy Jackson, who we'll get into later, we also have our iconic side characters who are basically main characters, Annabeth and Grover. Let's go ahead and dive in to Annabeth's character because she's one of my favorites and I love her so much. Annabeth is the daughter of Athena and in case you don't understand what Percy Jackson is about, it's a book series about this kid whose name's Percy Jackson, obviously, and he ends up going to a camp called Camp Half-Blood, and he learns that he's the son of Poseidon. But okay, now let's get on to Annabeth's character. Annabeth is both the love interest and friend of Percy's. They meet pretty much as soon as he gets to camp. And she's a daughter of Athena, and I really love her because she entirely breaks the dumb blonde trope, and I really think that that's amazing. She's blonde, she's the daughter of Athena, and she's just an amazing character, and I love her so much. She has tons of character development, and she's just a whole on green. <laughs> okay, next up, we'll be talking about our main goat, Grover. From the very get-go, you love Grover. You cannot deny it. If you've seen his character, you know who he is. We love, we stand. what an icon. <laughs> Anyway, Grover is half goat, half human, so he's a satyr, in case. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, now Grover is absolutely everything you would want in the best friend, and the best friends of the main character. He's a great friend from the get-go, and is absolutely adorable. Only bad thing is we really don't see him much. We see him a lot in the first book, but then after that, he kind of dies out, which honestly sucks. But that's not me complaining about the series. Mm. Him and Percy are best friends from the get-go. From protecting Percy from Nancy Boba Fett and her nasty peanut butter sandwich, to getting him to camp, he is the best friend everyone needs. And I completely love him for that. Um, another great thing about Grover is the fact that he is so sweet and loving, and he's just, aw, he's such a great character. Definitely recommend him. Okay, now let's get on to our main man, Percy. What an icon, what a king. So, basically, his storyline starts off with him being out of school. Now, for my dumb reasons, I cannot remember the name of the school. But he go he attends the school, and he's on a field trip to 
History Museum of Art. Sorry, there's a Percy Jackson musical, which you should also listen to. And, um, it's just, yeah. And so, then, um, they are at the field trip, and things start going crazy. Their teacher, well, the substitute teacher, Mrs. Dodds, um, calls him away from the rest of the group, which is not strange if you know anything about teachers, but the thing is, she starts talking about some weird stuff, and he's very confused, and then she turns into some demon-looking thing, I don't really know, yeah, she looks extremely scary, but, um, yeah, she turns into some demon-looking thing, and, um, and attacks him. And then the teacher, Mr. Brenner, and um, Percy's best friend, Grover, go um, and save him, I guess, kind of. Mr. Brenner gives him a pen that turns into a sword when you uncap it, Riptide, um, and help him, and then Percy doesn't die, which is always good. Next up, Percy goes home, and we meet Smelly Gabe. Smelly Gabe is Percy's mom's boyfriend. I think it's boyfriend. Um, and he's basically a jerk. He smells bad, and he plays poker all the time. He's basically the worst character ever, and we just don't stand him for that. And yeah, but then. Percy's mom, Sally, is like, okay, Percy, we're going to go on a trip to Long Island. And so, they get there, and, um, best buddy, Drew Grover, comes along, too. And so, everything's fine until they're almost there when something attacks. A minotaur. It grows. It looks kind of like a bull. It's just not cute. So, we have him. He's not the vibe. So then they get attacked, and using, and basically in the end they stay safe except for Percy's mom. She got kidnapped by the Minotaur and taken to the underworld. But Percy has no clue what's going on at this point. But then they finally reach camp. And at camp, and once they're finally at camp, Percy passes out, and later on he wakes up and. With the help of Ambrosia and Nectar, and that's basically their, like, healing stuff. And so that, and he says that the Nectar tastes like his mom's chocolate chip cookies. Not really important detail, just thought it was cute. And then he meets Annabeth. And the first thing she ever says to them, this is still so freaking iconic. You drool when you sleep. I love it. I live by it. Okay, and then it's capture the flag time, but make it more aggressive. Basically, they're playing capture the flag, but it's just more aggressive. And he's on Annabeth's team. And then 
and Annabeth forces him to just stay over by the river so that way he won't get in the way. Which is honestly probably for the best. But then Clarice, who is the, um, who is a daughter of Ares, happens to get to Percy and basically hurts him a lot. And he gets real scraped up. And so that's not good. But then, goes, he walks over to the river and he's magically healed. Like, all the cut scars, all that away, poof. And everybody's like, what? How? What the heck, huh? And then he gets claimed. And to my understanding, the way claiming works is basically that the god's sign or whatever appears above them. I don't really know. That's just what I think. Don't quote me on that, though. And he gets claimed by Poseidon, which is extremely exciting. But then there's some other little things, and he meets Luke, and it's a whole thing. Luke is also an important character. He's, um, him and Annabeth got to camp together, and they are friends, and Luke's the son of Hermes, and he's a great character. Love him. Well, And you know what? Maybe in the next podcast... Like, next episode, I'll read a chapter, or read a little bit of it. I think that, that might be some fun to do. Tell me if y'all like that, though. It's completely up to y'all. Um, but, but, so Percy goes missing, and then it turns out that he has to go on a quest, which is not good, because he's a new half-blood. He's just never, it's not a good time. But eventually, he picks the people he wants to go on the quest with. He chooses Annabeth and Grover, which just makes sense. That's perfect. I love it. And, um... So basically, they're on their way. And so first... They accidentally explode a boss, which is not good. And so, I don't know where anybody else is, and I just need a lot of help. And so, they're lost in the woods somewhere in New Jersey, and they're never going to make it to a Which is not good. And causes a lot of problems. But eventually, they get to um, this garden shop called Auntie M's. So, they're there. And, um, where, and at first everything seems fine, and then they're, like, looking around the garden or whatever, and they see some things that, like, weird them out. Like, fact that Grover said that one statues looked like his Uncle Ferdinand, which is just weird, like, looked a lot like it. But then, eventually, they end up figuring out that Auntie M is actually Medusa. Which is, once again, not good at all. And so, because that, they're all getting attacked. But eventually, Percy ends up cutting off her head with um, his riptide pen, whatever it's called. And so, they're back on their way. 
And then um, Aries pulls up and he's like, um, can I buy all kids some, some food or whatever? So yeah. And they get their food and they have a talk with Aries. And Aries is just being kind of sus, kind of being a butt. And I'm going to leave y'all on a cliffhanger because I don't want to spoil everything for y'all. But honestly, that's all that I'll get to in The Lightning Thief. Because that's the first one. And there's also the musical. So let's talk about the musical for a second, shall we, boys? We shall. Basically, the musical is a whole story of The Lightning Thief. But put into music because... You can't go wrong with music. And explains the whole story of the lightning thief brought with music. And it's so good. And Chris McCarroll's in it, and George Salazar, Kristen Stokes. Almost positive it's Kristen Stokes. And I'll play a snippet of probably one of my favorite songs on there at the end. And so yeah, it's such such a good book, such a good series. Love it a lot. But the thing is, um, there's also so if you're a part of this fandom, then you know that the movie is absolute crap and it's awful, and everybody in the entire fandom hates it because it just sucks. But the thing is, so if you have any type of social media, you would know that there's going to be a Disney Plus series coming out soon. And I'm very excited because it, it's going to be extremely involved, which is always what we want. And um, I have a lot of hope that it's going to be good. But, yeah, so it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. We still don't know when yet, but the, another thing that I love is the fact that Rick is like, okay, is giving updates about, like, when casting is going to be done because he knows that we all want to be in it, which is very true. I want to be in it. We all want to be extras. And... Yeah, and so basically he just keeps on updating everyone, which is super duper nice. And I definitely think that he does plan to cast lots of fans. Which will always be super duper nice. And, um, sorry guys. Sorry that I'm definitely failing you here. But, I'm very excited for the series to come out. And just how nice, like, there's obviously, and Rick has a lot of humor. I really love Rick. He's an amazing author. He's done lots of things. He's a super good author, and I just, uh, we stand. And I honestly admire him so much as an author, because being an author is obviously hard. Sorry, guys, I hear my dogs. I'm very sorry, 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 guys. Sorry about that barking. But 
I'm very excited for the series to come out. It we still don't know when, but it really could be out any time. That's it's definitely not going to be out this year, but I'm very much so looking forward to it because it's definitely going to be some spectacular, something great. I just know because I know how Rick is as an author, and him as an author is amazing, and it's just going to be really good. But I definitely recommend you read the series because it's so good, and then read the Heroes of Olympus, which I'll talk a little bit about in um, this episode. But just please read it, guys. It's so good. Um, okay, but now let's go ahead and talk about... Let's quit beating around the bush, and let's talk about Heroes of Olympus. Heroes of Olympus is another series by Rick Gordon. And this takes place after Percy Jackson, so this is a little bit after. So we're going to have our characters, we're going to have some of our characters from Percy Jackson, as well as some of our characters from from this new series. So we'll meet these characters. We'll meet Piper, Jason, Leo, Frank, and Hazel. But then we'll also keep our other characters, like Percy and Annabeth, are both also very heavily part of this series. And I, um, it's another really good series. It does start off kind of slow. The Lost Hero isn't my favorite. Lost Hero isn't my favorite, but it's definitely not my least favorite. But basically, in this one, Percy is missing. Nobody can find him. Nobody knows where he is. And so, of course, Annabeth's freaking out because, um, love interests. And Annabeth cares a lot about Percy, which is adorable. And, um, so she's looking for him. And, um... Sorry, guys. But, so, nobody knows where they are. But now we cut away from Annabeth and we get to our new characters. Jason, Piper, and Leo. So, basically, they're all friends. They all go to school together. But the weird thing is, Jason doesn't know who he is or how he got there. Um, and so, they're all very confused. Which, they rightfully should be. So, they're all confused. Jason doesn't know how or why he's there. Basically, everybody's just very confused. But then they're at the Grand Canyon, and trouble starts brewing. Basically, this random person who goes to their school turns into, like, some ghost storm thing. Nobody knows what's going on. And because of the mist, which is something else you'll see in the series, um...
Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, um, so, they're all confused. Everybody's confused. Of course, they're freaking out because they can see the storm dude thing, but nobody else can. And so, Piper, Jason, Leo are all there, and they, they all end up being fine. But because of this, um, their gym coach, who is actually a satyr, ends up taking them back to Camp Half-Blood, where both Leo and Piper get claimed. Piper is claimed by Aphrodite, which um, it's to Piper's surprise because Piper is not like a very girly girl, tends to just kind of be chill, not super pretty, not really a heartbreaker, none of that stuff. Not saying that Piper's not pretty, but just like, okay. And so all that happened. And then Leo gets claimed by Hephaestus, which if you know anything about Hephaestus, just you can tell from Leo's character, like, oh, he's obviously Hephaestus' child. Because there's just different things and different aspects. And so they all get brought back to camp. And Jason still is extremely confused, doesn't know what's going on. And so they're all around. They're confused. Don't know what's going on. And Annabeth's there, because queen. And she's obviously like, please tell me you guys know who Percy is, right? And they're just, Annabeth's just worried about him. And if you read, um, Lost Olympian, you'd know why. Um, but because she cares about him or whatever. And so, yeah, but eventually... Piper, Jason, and Leo get sent on a quest, and Annabeth's obviously like, I want to go too, because they're probably going to find Percy, and I want to see Percy. It's because they're adorable. And by the way, this is kind of like spoiler-free, just so y'all know. And I'll probably do like a bonus episode, maybe, sometime soon. That, yeah. Anyway, and so they get sent on a quest, and they go through all this trouble, and everything's going rough. And basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to stop this giant from doing dumb stuff. I forget what it is exactly. And so they eventually get there, and they defeat the giant. Because... That's just obvious. And now I think I'm going to go ahead and stop for now, guys. But I hope you're all doing okay. I hope everyone's safe. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I hope you guys have a great day. But um, anyway, that's the end of the podcast. I might not post ne- next Friday just because I'm going on vacation to see my cousins. So, either I'll have a pre-recorded episode going up then, or I won't, and there won't be an episode. But it all really depends. And so, I will see you guys sometime. But, have a good day. Stay safe. Love you. Peace.